This is Doing Daily. I'm your host, Jonathan Stark, and today I am joined by daily emailer Richard Bown. Check it out. Richard, welcome to the show. Nice to be here. Let's start with um, a little bit about who you are and what you do business-wise. Sure. So, yeah, my name is Richard Bown. That's B-O-W-N, which is a strange name. Um, I'm British originally, um, and I do software development stuff. I've been a software consultant for about 25 years now, been a developer and uh, moved into DevOps and infrastructure in the last few years. So, yeah, that's pretty much me. Great. And well, this is a show for daily emailers. So uh, can you tell us a little bit about your daily list? Uh, We can start with some specific questions like, um, who's it for? Who's your daily list for? Yeah, uh, it's for software engineers, uh, software engineering leaders, developers, uh, professionals, and like I mentioned, uh, DevOps, admins, SREs, testers, all that kind of that gamut, really. People who uh, build and support software, basically, and have to deal with it in production. So typically systems like, um, it could be billing systems, data warehouses, SASes, of course, and infrastructure, that kind of thing. Great. And what is your promise to the reader? So if they if you sort of say, hey, give me your email, and you can expect what? Uh, yeah, well, I've been thinking about this a lot recently because it's kind of changed a bit. But at the moment, my promise is, and the promise I want to make is that you'll get some of your time back as a professional. So some of your weekends back, some of your evenings back, um, if you're supporting these things in production. And that's a pretty big promise to make, I think. Mm. Um, additionally, I'm kind of thinking that more widely, it's like kind of how do you get happier in your job? But that is probably even harder to make. <laughs> so yeah, for me, it's getting time back, I think. Okay, yeah. I mean, I think the combination of of that particular promise with uh reasonably focused target market is it's do it seems doable i mean you're you listed maybe six different job titles but they're they'll all have specific similar responsibilities yeah it overlaps a lot doesn't it yeah so it's kind of responsible for production or stuff that happens in production right cool okay so when did you start doing daily well how many how many days is it because you know it could be five six seven days a week it's seven yeah at the moment nice and, uh, which uh, I'm, really, I'm really enjoying, actually. Yeah, but we're going to come on to that. I think. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, when did you start doing seven days a week? Um, that was I noted it down somewhere. One second. Uh, yeah, ninth of June. So it's been going literally less than two months now. Ah, newbie, fabulous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're already enjoying it. Yeah, loving it. Yeah, I think I was looking for the excuse <laughs> to start oh. doing it. Oh, I love to hear that. Um, cool. Okay. So that's when you started it, but why did you start it? What did, what did you think it would do for your business? Was this going to be a labor of love or did you think that it would lead to leads or something like that? Yeah, I mean, obviously, eventually, I hope that it will um, lead to leads. But I think really I've been persuaded by yourself and also Rochelle and various other people I've listened to and, and reading that I've done over the last year or so um, to kind of say, well, I want to build my authority. And, and where I start is is with my writing. Um, so, and this having a daily list, uh, where I can write daily and I have to write daily or, or at least queue it up daily, um, forces me to think a lot about what I'm trying to say. So that for me is the kind of, uh, that's the goal right now. And if that leads onto, yeah, onto, to leads in the future and, uh, give, gives me some business, then all well and good. Perfect. Did you have any nerves about starting the list? Were you like nervous about it or was it more exciting? No, definitely exciting. I mean, I think it was just really working out how it was going to, yeah, basically working out. And I think um, you've been aware that I've done a couple of pivots in the last six months as well. Um, and I wanted to kind of make sure that I was I pivoted into the right direction before I started daily. So that was the only nerve that was the, the I wanted to start daily really before I was 
ready in some ways. Mm. Um, and it was getting the direction correct, I think, first, which uh, was the challenge for me. And now I feel very confident in, in being able to write daily. Great. So, okay. So have you, uh, have you enjoyed any benefits already from the list? It's been, hasn't been that long, but it sounds like right. you, sounds like you're enjoying it at least. Yeah, that's it. I mean, I think the clarity of, uh, of the direction is, is good and I'm really enjoying being basically writing on a, on a subject. So that's the bit I'm, I'm realized that's the benefit I'm realizing now. I think the, the list itself is not really growing right now. It's still very small. Um, but that I hope will come in the future. Got it. It might be too soon to say this, but can you imagine a scenario where you stopped doing it? Uh, not at this stage, no, because I, yeah, obviously I've just started. Yeah, it's just um, started, right? But yeah, we'll okay. see. I mean, ask me in six months' time, maybe. Yeah, right, right, right. Yeah, I mean, I guess the question would be like, if if it didn't, if you weren't seeing any benefits from it in X number of months, like solve for X, you know, would you, would you know, is it six months? Is it a year? Do you think? Yeah, I mean, I'd like to see within three months, I'd like to see some kind of uptick, I suppose, in terms of subscriptions and uh, traffic. Um, and I don't think I'm being kind of ridiculous uh, expecting that, I suppose. But so that would be like five months from, from launch to daily. I hope, mm -hmm. I'd hope to see something by then. And I suppose if I hadn't, then I'd be probably thinking, probably before then I'd be thinking, yeah, maybe I should be thinking about my positioning or maybe I should think be thinking a little bit wider about yeah am I am I just terrible at writing <laughs> things like that you know <laughs> no I'm in your list it wouldn't be that um yeah it's good so okay so let's get a little bit more tactical um I get this question all the time do I write in batches like once a week and then schedule them yeah. to go out or do I do them every day so how do you do that um a bit of both I suppose sometimes I have a load of ideas and I just ping off um, just some ideas down. And so I have a kind of a bit of a backlog. I think I borrowed a technique of yours to use uh, Gmail um, mm -hmm. drafts and stuff, which is good. Um, but I do sit down and write every day mainly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then when you, so you, how much scheduling do you do? Do you, do you, so like you, cause I do a similar thing where I like, I'll write, sometimes I'll have an idea for like three emails in a row cause it's too long for one. Uh, yeah. but I don't, I write them, but I don't schedule them. So I still have to come back. I have to reread it, edit it yeah. perhaps a little bit more yeah. and then schedule it. Is that exactly. similar to yeah. what you do? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, exactly. That's what I do as well. So I kind of like, I put a lot of thoughts down and some of them are quite, yeah, they, as, as you said, I mean, they just spill into other thoughts and then I'm like, okay, now I'm, I'm, um, realizing this is getting too big. I mean, I think one of the, the things I learned quite early on was cause I was sitting there and I think I was uh, in your group and I was kind of looking at people saying, yeah, these blog posts are getting too long to write, you know, and they kind of, and I had the same thing, like a blog post would take me a week to write. Mm -hmm. um, and there, and now I'm publishing via WordPress anyway, which is essentially a blog. Um, but now I can notice, I notice much better when it's good, I'm moving on to a different subject. So I can cut that one out, throw it into a different draft, you know, and maybe, as you said, I might have two or three sub subjects in a single, single draft of a single email. Um, mm -hmm. And those will then go into the future at some point or other, I'll tidy them up and then, and then I'll schedule them. Cool. Okay, is there any particular time of day that you write? Yeah, mornings, um, pretty much, yeah, ostensibly, I'd say. Is there a spot, like, at your desk or in the, the kitchen table? Yeah, um, on the dining table, um, maybe sometimes even in bed, you know, it's just kind of like, uh, yeah, I try to get into a routine about it, and um, I like to do it kind of first thing if I do. Um, having said that, I mean, yeah, once you've got a little bit of a backlog like I have now, it does become a little bit more ad hoc as well. So you can, I do find myself just writing, yeah, anywhere um, and then just, yeah, queuing it up. But I tend to, yeah, 
every day try and do something in the morning. Mm, cool. Is there any particular combination of device and software that you prefer, like notes on iPhone? Well, you said Gmail, but do you, do you care if it's laptop or phone or? Yeah, the moment it's straight into WordPress. So I just do use laptop um, and edit it directly in that. Um, maybe if I'm, yeah, if I have an idea when I'm out, I'll put it in like a, a notes thing on my phone or I'll do a Gmail draft perhaps or something. But usually mm -hmm. I'm just sitting there writing it straight on the laptop. Right into WordPress. Yeah. Got it. Cool. And then what platform do you use to send the actual emails? So I'm using ConvertKit. Mm -hmm. And what I'm is it? Not. Like watch the RSS feed from WordPress? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I, I did play around with MailChimp. In fact, my wife's business was just we use MailChimp on that, but we really don't like it. So um, mm -hmm. ConvertKit seemed, seemed a lot simpler automation-wise as well. And yeah, the RSS feed, it just watches that and uh, creates a draft automatically from, from the WordPress feed. Cool. Does it send automatically or does it just sit there and you have to send it? It drafts it, yeah. So I do a little bit of, tiny bit of tidy up. Um, I make the, um, if you know ConvertKit, you can make the posts public as well. And then mm -hmm. you can add a, you can add an image and that, that's all manual still. So there's a little mm -hmm. bit of tidy up before I schedule it. Got it. Cool. Okay. Is there anything that you, you mentioned that you didn't particularly care for MailChimp. You like ConvertKit better for a couple of reasons. Uh, mm -hmm. Is there anything you don't like about ConvertKit? Yeah, there are quite a few. I mean, I'm just stumbling into them as I go, I suppose. There's things like, uh, I had a, a question today with them around uh, canonical URLs, because one thing I do, this is a bit technical, but one thing I do is I have my blog post, of course, on, on my on my website. And I also link through to the public posts in ConvertKit, so via their landing page, essentially. Um, mm -hmm. And I want to make one of them canonical. So some, some techie things, basically, under the covers, yeah. it doesn't do very well, I'd say, or it doesn't support. Also, I'm quite surprised that they don't, yeah, that there was something, uh, it was to do with, um, yeah, the, I think the footers or the headers, it was the footers, I think. Um, the editor in that is not great either, so you have to hack around with some HTML, mm. um, which I found surprising. I don't think they're really investing too heavily on the development of the platform, but that's just oh, really? my take on it. You know, I don't know, just my feel. Mm -hmm. um, you think they would be, because I think it's growing massively, um, but maybe they've yeah. got like, um, I, again, this is just my feel. Um Maybe they've got like a big update in the in the pipeline or something. Mm. Okay. So let's see. Do you the the mess? It sounds like you schedule your messages for the same time every day. Is that true or not really? That's right. Yeah. Yeah. And what time um, do you? Yeah, I'm kind of I'm debating this at the moment because the moment I send it out one one p.m. CST, so Central European Standard Time, um, mm -hmm. and I don't think it's great in any time zone to be honest. So <laughs> I'm kind of thinking, yeah, maybe I should change that. But I, I think that's only a problem. Uh, when I get some more subscribers, to be honest. But yeah, I do try like and do it at the same time every day. Gotcha. And then how much, you mentioned that there's a, some manual cleanup at the end, but overall, how much automation or outsourcing do you do you use to publish the list? Like, are you using any VAs to source images or do you have Zapier plugged into anything or is it really just the convert kit looking at the RSS feed and then some personal manual cleanup? Yeah, for the list, it's just that, really. Um, I get some images. I just Google some images or whatever, uh, very simply. Put them into the WordPress uh, post anyway. Um, and that's it, really. So that's the automation that I have. Also, those posts go to uh, Twitter and to, um, I think, Medium it is as well at the moment, through mm -hmm. via, via, via Zapier, yeah. Right, Zapier. cool. Um, but that's about it. It's pretty simple, though, and I quite like the setup I've got now. I think there was a bit of debate again in the group around what the best way is to do it. And I was kind of against making it a blog. I did want to kind of make it not via WordPress or via a blogging kind of mechanism, but mm -hmm. I kind of gave in. I thought, well, why not? 
um, and it seems to work for me. The nice thing about it is it does give you a canonical URL that you could use. Yeah. You don't have to depend Nothing. on you don't have to depend on ConvertKit keeping that page up forever. And exactly. I assume I assume the yeah. ConvertKit URL is on their domain, not yours. So Yeah, well it's on you can put a custom domain in, which I've done. So then I've got duplicates on the same domain. But yeah. Oh, so that's cool. half the reason for the canonical thing. Um, Good to but, know. um yeah, it's uh yeah, definitely. I mean it's nice having the content. Right. Cool. Okay. Um have you ever missed a day? And if so, how did you deal with it? Yeah, I missed one day. Um, it was a few weeks ago because I had COVID. Um, so oh, that'll do <laughs> it was, it. Yeah, I just really couldn't do it. And I just let it slide. So I thought I'll give myself a day off for that. Did anybody mention it? No, I think I managed to get away with it. <laughs> okay, so it's it's probably still too early for you to have like thought about like, oh, what if I want to go on vacation or something? Like, how would you handle that? Kind of, but I'm kind of on a streak apart from that one day, um, which I've given myself a break for. So I've got a, we've got a vacation coming up next week. So I'm planning to, um, to have at least 10 days worth queued up, um, which will cover most of it. And then I'll write the rest on vacation probably. So gotcha. uh, yeah, that's the plan. Um, but let's see how that goes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. Let's talk about content for a second here. So were you afraid that you wouldn't be able to enough, come up with enough stuff to write about every day? Or how do you come up with enough stuff to write about? Yeah, um, that's a good one. Um, yeah, I, I think to begin with, and again, it, it was down to the kind of the, that blog post syndrome that I had, I think, earlier on, because I had been writing kind of sporadically in, in previous years for many, for many years. But I think once you get into the daily routine and you start to kind of push through the fact that you want to actually get less content across, but yeah, express it more eloquently, maybe, or more, mm -hmm. more clearly, um, then suddenly it's not a problem, you know, content, there's content everywhere. Um, as, once you get that switch, I think, in, in your head, or I, I found that at least anyway in my head, um, get that switched across, then you can kind of, you even rethink about this, or you think again about the stuff that you've already posted, and then you, you maybe take a slightly different angle on that as well. Um, so I, I see now that there's plenty of ideas, and also I do spend more time on social media, which is not always a good thing, but, I, but from a perspective that I'm interacting with people about my content and I want to find out about other people's take on my view um, that does spur new things and, and listening to podcasts really help as well but that kind of stuff too oh right good point yeah that that's true I, I didn't notice that but subconsciously I didn't notice that consciously but you're right I get a lot of a lot of times when I go on a streak it's because I'm listening to a podcast and it, about maybe something completely different and it just yeah. like I'm like oh oh that'd be a great email <laughs> yeah Definitely. Definitely. Right, and I have cool. the problem I got now is like, uh, where, where did I listen to that on? And, uh, did I make a note about it? And then when did I put the note? I did this just yesterday. I was yeah. like writing some, I was writing a podcast episode actually. And I wanted to put a link into something that I just listened to, but I couldn't remember where I listened to it. And, yeah. uh, uh, I, it took me ages. And in the end I tweeted the guy, I managed to find the guy's name who was interviewed. I tweeted him and he kindly got in touch with me to tell me where it was. And that was all cool. But, um, cool. yeah, definitely kind of, I think that's the other great thing about writing daily is that you do, it's always top of mind. The stuff that you're doing, even though it's it's not distractingly top of mind, but it's it's kind of always there. It's always floating to the top or near nearabouts. So you're kind of, you're not always engaged with it, but it's it's always there and floating about, you know. So it, the things do do kind of like come to the surface and then you can, yeah, you can write about it. And uh, yeah, as long as you can put it in a place where you can find it, then it's all good. Right, exactly. It creates this like really large 
sticky surface for ideas. They just like, as they're floating around, they just like stick to something. You've got something yeah. for the idea to stick to and you're like a process for capturing it. Great. Yeah. All right. You've mentioned a couple of times about, you know, like writing an email and like, oh, this is getting too long. I should break it into three. How, how long are your messages word count wise on average? Yeah, this is a good one. I <laughs> saw so, this question when you emailed them out. Um, yeah. And I was like, ah, good, good, good question. And I, I was thinking, is there a WordPress plugin that can tell me this? And there is no. none. Now I'm thinking, should I write a WordPress plugin that can tell me this? Um, <laughs> but, uh, but I think anything really from five, 200 to 500 words, I think probably. And maybe mm -hmm. on average, just under 300 words, I'd say. Mm -hmm. Great. Yeah. And so that, you know, people can read that in like a minute or two easily. Yeah. Perfect. Sometimes they are, yeah, the longer ones, which I, I, I am at the moment trying to, yeah, kind of also kind of show some, yeah, not authority necessarily, but some knowledge and stuff. So I will go into more detail on some certain subjects. Mm -hmm. Great. Okay. So do you promote anything in the messages at this stage? Is there anything more specific than like a link to your homepage or your social? Or is it, you know, do you have like particular products and services that you link out to? Um, my own or other people's? Uh, e either one. It's actually my my next yeah. question was: Do you ever link to other people's stuff oh, in okay. a in a paid way? So like, so I'm curious about monetizing the list directly. Is it is it basically you know because some people have sponsored posts or affiliate links or those sorts of things. I I don't imagine I'm going to talk to too many daily emailers who do that sort of thing, but I know there are some. Um, so I'm wondering if if you do that then then that'd be interesting to hear about or yeah you know if you link to presumably most people are going to link to their own stuff so yeah exactly. yeah. yeah is that what you do or you, yeah i do yeah. I, I link to my own stuff um the list is so small at the moment that yeah there's no kind of uh, affiliate stuff or anything like that going on at all but um in the uh, at the moment in fact i'm probably just doing a favor to a lot of companies because i'm i'm kind of reviewing stuff for free in some ways and kind of going oh this is great i'm, I'm gonna play with this and share that kind of thing but n none mm -hmm. of it's paid at the moment got it Cool. Okay. So in terms of audience engagement, do you look at your analytics like open rates or click throughs yes. or? Yeah, I do. Uh, it's very easy. It's a, um, ConvertKit makes that really simple actually. So that's um, really good to look at. Mm -hmm. And does, how does that af affect you? What decisions do you make based on that? At the moment? Yeah. The list is too small to kind of really worry about that. I'm just basically just writing stuff. Um, yeah. Still heads down. I think in the future it'll be, it'll maybe I will go, Oh my God. I lost some people, but uh, at the moment, if, if I lose one, it's kind of like, oh dear, well, maybe I shouldn't have written that. And uh, yeah, uh, yeah, we'll see. Right. Okay. Um, do you get any replies? Like in a week, how many replies do you get? Yeah, like I said, I've got a tiny list, but I do still get around maybe one a week, I'd say, which is uh, I'm pretty happy with. Yeah, that's something for a small list. Yeah. It can be hard. It, different target markets are not super communicative. Uh, you know, I'm aware of people who have like a decent sized list and they just can't get anybody to ask questions or engage yeah. just uh, for whatever reason. I think that's the thing. I think that's probably what well, I'm hoping that will be the thing that I'll have to tackle in the future from uh, yeah, a problem that I'll have to tackle in the future. So, I mean, um, right. And I, I yeah, at this stage is kind of, it's everything's an unknown, I suppose. It's kind of like, is this making sense? Um, mm -hmm. Can I grow? I suppose are the kind of the immediate questions I want to answer. And then in the future, the analytics hopefully will become more useful around mm -hmm. this kind of stuff. So what do you do on a regular basis to attract more subscribers? So I, yeah, I don't know. I'm not very good at it. I mean, I just, I try, uh, I, I have my Zapier on uh, LinkedIn, um, uh, Twitter, sorry. I occasionally post on LinkedIn and stuff. And 
Um, I think actually the podcast. I started the podcast um, around the same well in about March, and I haven't done a, a huge amount of episodes, but I think with a bit of repositioning there, that could be a good lead magnet actually for the list, kind of perversely, kind of the other way around in some ways. <laughs> um, so I'm hoping that's going to kind of work. And uh, but yeah, f- like I say, I mean. To reiterate, I suppose it's more, it's early days still, and I'm just trying to create the content and create a, a kind of um, uh, a persona for it, really, which will, people will, will hopefully get excited about and then um, be able to share. And uh, yeah, we'll, we'll see from there, really. Cool. All right. Well, this has been super helpful. But to wrap up, what sort of person do you think would benefit from publishing a daily list? Um... Yeah, I mean, well, if I'm looking at myself as an example, I suppose I've I've got some I've got someone who's had quite a lot of ideas but hasn't really found an outlet for them. So maybe someone like that who's kind of looking to maybe through their own role currently or their own place where they are in their mm-hmm. in their career or in their consultancy hasn't really kind of clicked with what they want to do necessarily, or they maybe they've found that they're struggling a little bit with with where they are right now. I think just the daily writing, not necessarily a list, but definitely the writing daily um, helps you kind of, or helps me for sure, kind of hone down that a little bit. Um, and publishing, it does make you honest. I think that's the other point, isn't it? It's kind of, um, yeah. it, it makes you kind of, yeah, I have to do it even though there may be no one reading it kind of thing. Let's make sure that I sit down and I do it every day. Um, mm-hmm. and I think that kind of process could really help people. to. It's really helped me for sure. And like I said at the top, I think... Um, I was kind of wanting to get to the daily writing stage before I knew what I really wanted to say. And the kind of the symbiosis, if that's the right word, for those two processes um, kind of helped each other in some ways stumble forward to a point where I I was like, okay, this makes sense now. I kind Mm -hmm. of understand my positioning. Let's try and write about it. Um, So, yeah, for someone who's kind of maybe unsure, I would say, um, a little bit like me, kind of uh, looking to make the next tentative steps and um, want to find out what that might look like. Great. I love it. Well, this has been super helpful. Thanks for joining me. And where can people go to maybe sign up for your list? Cool. Yes. So you can go to softwaredelivery.club. That's S-O-F-T-W-A-R-D-E-L-I-V-E-R-Y dot club, C-U-L-B. And that's the archive. And also you can sign up from there. Fabulous. That's great. Thanks very much. Cool. Thanks, Jonathan.